You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning Winning try. Struggling against the run defense, struggling just generally in the first half. They did tighten up better in the second half of that game. But the first half, and from a run perspective, was very, very interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, the the issue that I've had with the Ravens' run defense is what happens when a team game plans and commits to the run game because they've gotten away with – with teams pretty much going away from the run game. And you mentioned the Rams on the first drive, nine straight runs at one point just to get into the red zone and have three straight incompletions uh, to kind of kill that drive. But 25 carries, 114 yards for Kyron Williams. I mean, that dude, he was a dog. I mean, I'm watching him drag guys. He's so good after first contact. The Rams did a really good job with their blocking schemes, uh, getting to the next level. Matt Abike talked about that, how they were just, you know, they they that was the adjustment the Ravens made. In the first half, They the, the Rams offense was able to kind of uh, get up to, to the second level to block guys like Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith in the run game. And that's why sometimes you weren't seeing Kyron Williams get first contact until seven yards up the field, but the adjustment that they made in the second half was that those defensive linemen, instead of shedding those blocks, um, they stayed on those blocks a little quicker, I believe, or, or maybe it was the opposite. Actually, uh, they shed those blocks quick quicker um, to 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 get to the point of contact earlier, and um, that was big. That definitely changed the game in the second half. But look, the Rams passing game is what it is um the Ravens have been so good at limiting big plays through the air all year and they face a team that excels in that and the Ravens defense has done such a good job all year of dictating how how offense how opposing offenses would would work and they weren't able to do that in the Rams game the Rams had them on their heels that's the first time this year I've seen an offense pretty much all game have this Ravens defense kind of responding, trying to counterpunch instead of being the aggressors in the game. And it's tough. Look, Kyle Hamilton goes down. We'll find out his status. But that's a huge blow uh, for the Ravens, not only for that Rams game, but potentially going forward. We'll see what his issue is now dealing with that knee injury. Um, but, you know, when they've got guys like Cooper Cup who – who really showed out eight catches, 115 hey man, can, yards. Can we talk about this real quick? Why mm-hmm. the one play where Cooper Cup had a, a striking, a long pass down the field? He's in motion and he, you know, catches the ball in the flat. Hey man, 
Oh, wide open. How do you forget the cover, Cooper Cup of all? It looked, like, it, it looked like Arthur Millette was running with him, and then no, I, he never ran. No, well, no, I'm talking about in the motion, and then he stopped. Oh, yes, that's correct. Yes, you're yeah, right. Yes, and, he did. And then just kind of released him. I don't, I don't. It was clearly a busted coverage. I don't know if he thought that they were switching off or what that was, but I mean that turned out to be huge, you know, because. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna freestyle it. If I see that Cooper Cup is by himself, yeah. hey man, I, I don't want to leave that man by himself. I, no. if, if y'all not gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Okay, yeah. because I'm not gonna let like he is the best receiver on this team easily. We watched Cooper Cup when the Rams needed to make a play in the Super Bowl, take over the game. Mm-hmm. Did he not win the MVP? The he did. Okay, he did. so why are we leaving Cooper Cup by himself? I, I mean, it was I, I'm flabbergasted at the fact that. Y'all think that y'all could just leave that man in a space by himself and think that he's not going to do what we know that he does best. But I'm, I'm sorry, I had to get that one nah, out. I mean, and, and that drive in itself was crazy because, remember, if I'm correct, I think that's the drive where, you know, the Rams were punting and Tylen Wallace is called off sides and, and they end up coming back on the field and then they're able to get that big play to Cooper Cup to end up getting them in the red zone where they would end up scoring to Demarcus Robinson and John Harbaugh uses a challenge there, which was a big question in itself. And I did ask John Harbaugh about that after the game. And, you know, his response was that essentially he used that challenge to get more time to set up for the two point conversion. And I've had some time to kind of think about that. And I, 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 I'm not saying that, I necessarily believe him, but I'm not saying that I don't believe him either. Like I, I could see it. I could see it. And, and you know, I, I'm not gonna lie, as he's answering that question, I'm looking at him like, John, is this what we're going with? Like this is this is what you're thinking of. But the more I thought about it, um, I could see that being a legit reason because if they call the timeout, it's probably a 30-second timeout. They really don't have the time. He calls the challenge in which they weren't even really allowed to challenge at that point, and it takes so long for the officials to kind of decide that, and he still he not only gets the time for them to talk about the challenge, but then he also gets his timeout on the back end as well because they're forced to use the timeout. And then it goes on, and the Rams don't convert the two-point conversion, so it all works out. For John Harbaugh, but that that was definitely puzzling in itself. But look, the the, the Rams offense, I, I said it going into the game. I don't think the Ravens have faced an offense like the Rams this season. Yeah, um, the Bengals are supposed to have that type of personnel where they have all those wide receivers. But the twice the two times the Ravens have played them this year, the Bengals just weren't right. It's either Higgins isn't I mean, there, that's Chase, not even just this and, year and, though. And, and Joe, Joe Burrow. It doesn't. It's not even just this year. They the, the Bengals don't typically play the Ravens defense that way generally. Just think right. about the the late game from last year when they was it was a very low score. Mm-hmm. I don't. But here's the difference too: the Bengals have Zach Taylor. No, no, no disrespect. Right. Sean McVay and what he's able to do is generational. Mm-hmm. I think. And I just don't think that Zach Taylor has is 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 that has that type of privy that Sean McVay does. Oh. So while they have the players, they don't have the schemes and they don't have the concepts. That's that all. was that was more so what I was talking about the the personnel at wide receiver. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the fact that the Rams have legit 
probably two wide receiver ones on their team between Puka and Cooper. And look, Cooper's yep. a monster. Um, but Puka Nakua, the, the the stuff he was, I mean, that out of bounds dive and catch that he has, the savviness, the, the savviness to, to kind of hook Marlon on that and, and then get the defensive pass. And that's that's a this that's a fifth round rookie making that knowing how to get a call, play. dog. I mean, Come that, on, man. And that, we all know that that was bogus as hell. Oh, it's definitely that, bogus. That, not, not only was the ball, and forget the fact that the ball was uncatchable. Forget that. Right. Like you said, he hooked Lamar. He, yeah. hooked he, he definitely hooked him. He definitely hooked him. But I mean, you just don't get that type of savvy play from a a, a fifth round rookie. And they've got yeah. two fifth round rookies on their team, and Puka and Kyron Williams that are both looking like studs. So a lot of people have gotten on the Rams for kind of punting on these first round picks that they haven't had. But when you're able to find gems late in the draft, the way that they are, and you have the coaching that they have, you're going to be just fine. Um, but yeah, that the the. It was good to see the Ravens get tested on the defensive side of the ball because it, it is a good test for what's coming up. And I talked to our, you know, uh, Arthur Millette in the locker room, and he wasn't pleased about the way that the defense played in the game. Um, but you know, he understood that this is just that time of year, and this is what it's going to be. The closer that they get to January, these wins are going to be tougher to come by, and. Just me personally, I think winning a game like they did against the Rams, that's a that's a character building win. It's I would be more concerned if the Ravens were able to get to the January by just destroying everybody as opposed to being battle tested the way that I think they will be once they finish this final stretch of the regular season. Yeah. And look. We have to find out what's going on with Kyle Hamilton. We know that he left the game. He he had left the game earlier on what mm -hmm. appeared to be a non-contact injury at first, but he came back in, then he exited, and then he was out. It's a, apparently a knee issue. They're going to have an MRI, I believe, on Monday to see you know, what the extent is of that. You hope it's just maybe a sprain and that he's not lost for the season. That's a huge loss. Um, if Kyle Hamilton is not able to go. And look, the Ravens have playmakers all around the field, so they'll find a way, I'm sure. Um, but losing Kyle Hamilton would be uh, a big loss if they are able to do that. So, look, it happens. You know, great defenses have bad games too, and, and the Ravens did that. But ultimately, you still feel confident about what they're able to do to know that they're still going to find a way to make plays. Because like you said, you know, they, they didn't get the two-point conversion. They, you know, they tightened up a little bit better in, in the second half. Marlon got to catch that ball, though, in the end zone. We're going to have to have a conversation. That's why you play defense, Marlon. We understand now because you can't catch a ball like, <laughs> like the way you can probably catch a goal. So ultimately <laughs> – it happens, you know, uh, but, but you know, I, I'm still confident that this defense will be able to rebound in the next coming weeks. And, look, it's not going to be easy. We know. They got Jacksonville. They got mm -hmm. San Francisco. They got Miami. You know what I'm saying? So they got some prolific offenses that they're going to be seeing in the next few weeks. Um, but I'm confident that they'll be able to find a way to um, tighten things up and be better down the stretch.